Hello, everybody. We are RNGPC, a character creation D&D podcast. There is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We are creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. Last week, I created a character that was created to prevent the summoning of an evil demon by a rival sorcerer. Today, Jake will... Jake? God damn it. We'll be creating a brand new character for us to explore. Fuck! Welcome to our show. My name is Nathan. This is my co-host Jake, and it's all over. I can't. Why'd you get so mad at me halfway through that? I don't get where the anger like he came. That anger just came in hot right at me. Like it was my. I didn't even do anything. Shit, I, I usually fuck. will fuck with you sometimes. I didn't do it. That was all you. You stumbled over your own feet. <laughs> I haven't fucked I up the intro in a long time. That was upsetting. Right? Well, yeah, we had a streak going. So, you know what the best part about ending a streak? Starting a new one, right? Once, once you fall off the horse, if it doesn't trample you to death and kill you, you know what you do? You get right back on that horse and hope it kills you next time. God damn it. <laughs> that, 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 I, you that, know, I, I, mean, feel like, I feel like the weight of the momentum of the show is on my shoulders with the intro, and now it's it gone. Is. Yeah. That's kind of like the bobsled, right? So it's like the, the, whole, the whole ride kind of really goes with the, the push in the beginning, right? Yeah, as, exactly. As that's happening. And you and you and you stumbled. I, I was already in. Like I, I feel like I'm the person that just sits in the bobsled. I'm not pushing at all. I know usually everyone pushes, but no. In this situation, in this scenario with this, the intro, I'm already sitting in the bobsled, and you're just pushing in the back. And I feel like you just started slipping, and then I'm like, I'm just going. I just kept going. So that's why I yelled so, at you. Yeah, I just waved. It's like <sighs> bye, Nathan. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You know what it is. You know what probably caused that to happen. What? Is your 30-year-old lips. <laughs> I'm not a woman. My my lips don't get looser as I fucking go. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> New Nathan. Who this? 30 years old, not giving a fuck about misogyny up in this house, apparently. Just, just good lord. <laughs> I guess, I guess... I was trying to be offensive, and Nathan's like, no, sir. I will not be undone or overdone or outdone. Outdone's the word I want there. I'm sorry. I am. Who are, you, are you apologizing to me or any woman that potentially comes across this that you may have now just offended? Everyone. Everyone. Because <laughs> this is on the internet until the apocalypse and the internet and even ceases then, to exist. That'll probably, it'll probably persist. It'll persist. Oh man, it's all um, right because because Bezos will take it to Mars with him. So yeah, oh fine. sweet, when are we all going to Mars? I don't know. I'm, I'm down. I'm ready for the indentured servitude that is going to be working for one of the millionaires that makes it there. Billionaires, <laughs> sorry, billionaires. My apologies. <laughs> it is. It's different. You know the one thing that always blows my mind with that is that like most people don't understand that millionaire is closer to a hundred or one million is closer to a hundred thousand than it actually is to a billion. Oh yeah. Yeah, like because like most people are like, oh, whatever. It's a B and an M and blah. It's like no billion is so disgustingly absurd that like it is millions away from billions. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just which I mean, if you yeah. think about it just for a second, it makes sense. But like, ugh. yeah, yeah. And, anyways, how was your birthday? How was your yeah. like? Well, one, your birthday, Bezos went to space, right? Yeah, and we also on landed action. on the moon on my birthday. So you know what? I'm not important. Fuck me, right? <laughs> like. I was say, there's there's some ways you can pitch that though, right? Like a lot of good things have happened, you know. On July twentieth, went to the moon. I was born. Bezos went to Mars. You know, all the stuff that's out of this world, right? That's when you, 
Uh, you could look at it. You could. It's one way I could look at it. Um, you know, Chester Bennington killed himself on my birthday. Oh, it's like, God, why? happened too? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Craig Owens almost killed himself two days before my birthday. So, like, I'm concerned oh. about the things I care about when my birthday is to roll around. <laughs> why do you care so much about Jeff Bezos, though? What, what about that? I didn't care about that at all. The only <laughs> part, I, the only thing I, I'm just waiting for someone to make a fucking dildo shaped like that rocket. Because you know that's going <laughs> to oh, make bank. Exists. Yeah, yeah. But the whole thing... Yeah, no, I don't know. I got nothing. To say. If I loved all the resurfacing of the um, uh, Austin Powers memes <laughs> of the of the dick rocket flying through space. Yes, so I've seen those memes, but um, Austin Powers sucks. So I don't know what they mean in context. The first one is good. No. I literally yesterday was like, or yes, no, it was Thursday. I was like, you know what? I want to watch the first Austin Powers again. It has been a bit, and I think I would, I think I would enjoy that. No. Awesome powers is good, bro. They're not good. They're so bad. They get progressively worse. I'll give you that. The best part about the third one is that Beyonce's in it. Like that's just that's just the best part of it. Um, <laughs> but no, I disagree. That's a hard disagree from from your boy over here. I don't know. Why. I've been saying your boy a lot recently, and it started out as a joke, and now it's just a thing. Yeah. Well, so welcome to everything that's ever happened in L.A. Starts off ironic and then it becomes part of your personality. That's so. that's not true. Gentrification has definitely didn't start as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So what did did you have fun for your birthday? What did you do? I did. So I had a bunch of friends. Um, my Wow Guildies flew into town. Um, we hung out the whole weekend. Um, I learned that Minecraft music is great to listen to while you're super stoned. Oh, oh wow, man! Okay. Yeah, okay. I was sitting. I was sitting know. behind a five-year-old, <laughs> just, <laughs> just roll, just fucking twenty milligrams of edibles deep, and all of a sudden I closed my eyes and I transcended. Like I was, I, I was so in tune with the music that was happening while he was doing God knows what. That the moment it ended, I'm like, "Cast, where'd the music go? <laughs> Why did the music stop? Because apparently it doesn't just play forever." Mm. Um. So. But so I did that. That was a good time. Um, and then me, we all got really high, and we watched all of those Fear Street movies on Netflix back oh, to back yeah. to back. They're bad, right? They're so bad. <laughs> the, the one thing I will say is I haven't watched the third one yet because I started the first one, and I was like, good Lord, this is atrocious. And then the second one, I was like, you know what? I had to watch it a few times because my girlfriend was like falling asleep every Whoa, time. Oh, what's that? It. You're what? Anyways, we're moving past that. And so we've watched it a few times now. And as I was, I was like, you know what? This is, this isn't as bad as the first one. It's still not good, but like it's it's not a, not amazing. So I was excited to kind of start the third one at some point and have to watch it four more times because she'd probably fall asleep progressively the, throughout. The it. first so, yeah. one was just interesting enough to make me care about the second one, and I think the first right. one redeemed itself when they bread cuttered that bitch's head. Oh my god! That was pretty dope. It didn't. It came out of nowhere. Spoiler alerts. Also, I guess so. This movie's been out for what three weeks now. Dude, it didn't come out of nowhere. Maybe. They totally check off bread cutter. That bread cutter, dude. Okay, they no, zoomed okay, in yes, on they, it. They, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> but I mean, that level of like horror or gore oh, was nowhere, nowhere else really in the movie. Like, yes. there's a stabbing of knives. There's some. There's a gunshot. I think or whatever. And then all of a sudden, some lady's head is going through a bread cutter. Yeah. yeah. It's all like, of a sudden, some lady's head looks like a one year old's birthday cake. There's oh, a, ca- a cake smashing. Um, <laughs> the second one's all right, and I was not 
in my body during the third one, so I don't remember okay. what happened. Okay. So I, I have to uh-huh. rewatch that as well. Yeah. Um, the third and, one looked it looked like it was going to all like because I love the idea of this right of like how they were releasing them every week and it was kind of like a, like it was almost like just movies show TV show style movies right yeah. or like that that idea of it um, and it, like I think it gives you a lower barrier of like what you have to like hit for as far as like return on investment for those go as far as filmmakers and stuff but like yeah the stories weren't good. I just wanted like, and it feels like the third one's going to be the actual end of the whole stories mm-hmm. and stuff because I think that's what they were struggling with is in each movie having an ending to it, but not ending the whole arc of everything. And yeah, like, yeah. So, um, but then on that Saturday we had a party, but across the street there was a six-year-old's party, and when that party ended, for some reason all the adults thought they could come to my party with their kids. Oh. So there was like a oh. three-hour time period where there were like eight to like four to nine-year-olds running around my party. Um, it was real weird. <laughs> um, nice, nice. So you had a child's birthday party. Yep, yep. Um, very cool. But my cool. my um, I guess I, I guess I could call her my sister in law and her boyfriend. They brought me Minnesota themed gifts. So they went to my favorite brewery out in Minnesota, Dangerous Man, and they brought okay. me two crowlers, a t shirt, and a glass from them, which is pretty sweet. Um, I had one nice. of the crowlers last night. Very good. Um, another friend bought me a pint of Jack Daniel's Select, their top shelf, but a pint version. Um, And I also got another bottle of whiskey. So people bought me a lot of booze. Um, Yeah, so. Nice. Pretty solid. Yeah. And then I drive my friends to the airport next morning, and I almost pulled over to throw up, but I did not. I didn't puke, so. Proud of you. Proud of you being able to hold it together. The other thing I was going to say is because I know I gave you the uh, uh, cameo thing. Yes. The one other person I was between potentially doing as well actually was Craig Owens because he is on there. Yeah. But, like, I didn't know. Like, I talked to Chelsea, your wife, about it. And I was just like, he's like she's like, no, I think he'd like this cute kid better. Because the other thing, too, is, like, when I was looking through Craig's examples of stuff, he kind of just did, like, hey, happy, happy birthday, guys. I heard you. I heard you. Your favorite song is uh, uh, "Bulls Make Money, Bears Make Money, Pigs Get Slaughtered." Yeah. That's cool. Like, and like, I don't, he's not not bad, but just like I don't know. Which is one of the things where I was like, I don't know if Nathan's as into Craig Owens as he used to. Yeah. Be, plus, so. not not to critique your choice of your gift option because I love what ended up happening. I just sure. but Craig Owens would have been very underwhelming because I've literally hung out with him. You know. Yeah. That's so. That was, so that was the other thing I was gonna say is like <laughs> I was gonna almost try and add into that and be like, hey, I we've met you, we've played basketball together for several weeks during a summer before. Like I twisted yeah. my ankle there and it grossed you out one time. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that, but it swelled up very big and purple. Yeah. So. Um. But th- so there's one more thing I want to talk about before we move before we move forward. Okay. Know, this kind of dragging on. I know that yeah, like. We don't have to get deep into this little precursor to what I'm about to say, but I don't know where you stand as far as, like, powers of the universe or, like, religion or, like, fate or anything like that. Like, like sure. I don't know where you stand, like, wholeheartedly on those things. But I kind of – well, I don't believe in, like, religion per se. I do kind of believe that there's, like – sometimes the universe just gives you things, and sometimes it's very minor. And this is leading into mm-hmm. my story that I'm about to tell you now. Okay. okay. So <laughs> I had to um, – go get a new surge protector because I ran out of ports with my ring light that I got. So I wanted to get a nice one with a long cord. It could fit all of my shit because I was currently unplugging things to plug other things in that I was using and not using. So now everything can be plugged in at one time. And I was going to go to Best Buy to buy the surge protector, like a, you know, common ranch hand. 
But on my way to Best Buy, my GPS had me turn off onto the side road off of like 14 Mile. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's having me go on the side road because it's going to be easier to turn into Best Buy based on the direction that's taking me. Who knows? As I make this turn, my brain just all of a sudden clicks. I'm like, you know what? Why am I going to fucking Best Buy when I can go to Micro Center and probably find some Gucci surge protector? Where am I in relation to Micro Center? I look out to my right, and there it is. There's fucking Micro Center (laughs) right there. And I I had this revelation with just enough time to be able to turn into the parking lot and park and not have to do anything like crazy. Like like if anyone from the outside looking in would have seen me make that turn, it's like he was going to Micro Center. (laughs) I wasn't. But it was like just one of those things where I just had this thought, and it's like, oh, there it is. And it's just like, I thought it was like, it made me laugh. I laughed to myself in my car. At that, little chuckle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sensible chuckle. So that's my story. Um, I think I think what that is referred to, that, that type of experience, is uh, Jesus taking the wheel. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> in that moment, I believe. I believe that's what the kids call it. Okay. What, the youths, what the youths say. Uh, okay. If I'm not mistaken, but... Yeah, I don't know why my brain always thinks of Best Buy first when I've got a micro center in the same, like within a mile of Best I can, Buy. Like, why am I going to I Best can, Buy? I can tell you, it's called marketing. Micro yeah. center. How, when's the last time you saw a micro center ad? Never. But micro center is where you go if you're in the know, and I'm in the know. Sure. I forget. But that's why. But exactly, that's why your brain thinks of it, and that's what my, marketing works. Like we are simple creatures with animal instincts. If you put something in front of us enough, that's what we're going to think of first. And Best Buy spends all of their money on that, and not customer service. That's not so, true, dude. I bought my iPad because I want it, not because they told me I want it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Marketing doesn't work on me. I'm invincible. You're, you're, you're every marketer's dream. The people that, that think marketing doesn't work on them are the most vulnerable people. I am. <laughs> I, I love marketing, dude. Yeah, it's, it's all just psychoanalysts. That's all it is. Someone yeah. should just promote me to be like a head of marketing in a company and pay me like six figures because all I'm going to be like, my critiques are going to be, that doesn't make me want it. That makes me want it. Okay, we're going with that one. Because <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the basic consumer. I'm as basic as it gets when it comes to consumerism. <laughs> So thirty-year-old married white dude with a dog is exactly that's. I mean, that's a that's a whole um um character or what? What are they? Called? Oh fuck! I know the name. There's a term for it. Um, it's gonna bug me now. Cool. Jesus Christ! It's like because you build out persona. Ha! You're you're the marketing persona. You're the persona that people try. Like they'll give like characteristics to and be like, here's what they do throughout the day. Here's the what apps they have on their phone, and here's like blah blah. blah. And they probably have this type of like oh like and just yeah. It's like and then you build this whole thing and you you advertise directly at that persona and at that person because someone out there exists. Yeah. Sweet, that was awesome. <laughs> anyway, God, your character you. your character's about religion today, right? It it in a way in a way it's it's somewhat about being upset when jesus takes the wheel that's why i told that's why i told my story because i knew that was my segue that, oh that was supposed to be your segue that was bad segue Fuck this you. is a much better segue let's go character weeks this explorer let's now upsign you when sheets character request and discord are join also can you well as here out you shout will we and tier appropriate the at upsign patreon.com slash rngpc at patreon r out check can you hear out shouted be to like would you if minis warhammer painting on advice and tips offers he where 
twitch.tv impending duff at out him check can you patronage your for impending duff much so you thank patrons our out shout to moment this take to like would we forward this time we would like to take this moment to shout out our patrons thank you so much impending duff for your patronage you can check him out at twitch.tv slash impending duff where he offers tips and advice on painting warhammer minis if you would like to be shouted out here you can check out our patreon at patreon.com slash rngpc sign up at the appropriate tier and we will shout you out here as well you can also join our discord and request character sheets when you sign up now let's explore this week's character Okay, so I am uh, I am the one this week. I am the one who rolls. I'm the one who makes the character. Um, I was making I was making a reference there. Okay, yeah, you got it. What if do you think um, I can? Do you think I can? Um, you know, you, you took uh-oh. me here. This is your fault. Oh Jesus! What if what if a DM was like, oh shit, I don't know. If he said that, that would be like, oh no, he didn't plan enough. Like what if what if a DM went off on that speech like for someone who's trying to rules lawyer him, like you're trying to rules lawyer a fucking how you read a spell and he's like who is it you think you see, <laughs> who is it you think you're talking to? I'm not just a player, I'm the DM. Something like that. That's the best I got off the top of my head. I don't understand what's happening. So you're saying the player is doing something at a at a NPC and then the NPC no at, at the DM itself. So the so it's just a, a table thing. It's not in game. Yeah, it's DM. just like a flex, it's a DM flex. Ah, uh, I'm not. I mean, yeah, that could totally. Yep, that. Uh, ha, I'm sorry. I'm yes. sorry. You're stupid. Let's go into your stupid character. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I like how this hit the ground running the same way the intro did. God just damn it! Hard and flat. Just, <laughs> that's. <laughs> Thirty and flirty. Here we go. Hard and flat. It's not D and D. It's DiGiorno. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I'm making the character this week. Some random asshole in our Discord decided to put out an idea for something. I don't remember who it was. They're not important or essential to any of this. But they essentially like, what if there's a cleric that was an atheist and didn't believe in their god? I'm kidding. It was Lloyd. It was our editor. He's he he suggested this, and I think it, it's I think it's a fun idea because essentially it's kind of like playing around with um, how magic works for clerics, and like it's usually through their belief. And there's some DMs that like to play with the like if you go against like believings and teachings of your god, they can kind of punish the cleric by not giving them as much power. Similar to like with a warlock, like if they're not doing what the patron wants them to do, they can you know take away some of those powers or whatever. Okay. Um, so with this, I think it's a fun idea to kind of have it almost be like, what is that relationship like if they don't believe in their God, but they're getting magic still from it? And what if it's flipped, essentially? Because that was kind of the idea that was pitched around in there, in the Discord, by our wonderful and talented editor, Lloyd, who is like, what if the more they then believe in the God, the less the magic works? Okay. <laughs> so like having it essentially just be flipped. So that, that sounded fun to me. So I, I obviously it was like this idea of a cleric. Was the, was the first thing kind of bringing in. But then, specifically for the subclass, I thought what would make the most sense for this is the subclass of trickery. So a, a cleric of, of trickery, because I think this totally sounds like something a, a god of trickery 
would would fucking do. Okay. <laughs> just to be like, I don't want you to fully believe in me. I just want like don't don't really believe in me. I'm just trying to find someone to piss off by giving them magic. <laughs> so Yeah. So I brought that. Um and then I was like, okay, what kind of um background could maybe work for this? Um and I found cursed. Uh, okay. cursed background and the reason i like this one is because when i was kind of looking through there's a, a thing you can roll on within cursed that says the origin of your curse and i don't want to roll on it i want to just already have it because number two on this list of 10 things is divine a good or evil deity has cursed you so essentially you've been cursed by this god of trickery to get their magic and it, it's this weird like trick they're kind of playing on you okay <laughs> in in a way um and yeah then i wanted to bring one other thing and i didn't want it to be any like other I don't know, race or, um, um, I, or I don't know. I, I was trying to play with what I wanted to bring. I know you brought a flaw last week. And so I was kind of then looking at different items and I didn't want it to be, uh, you know, generic or generic, but like your, our usual like magic items. So I found some like kind of, kind of fun RP, um, magic item called bracelets of bonding. Okay. Um, which the name in itself sounded like a good time to me, but it's not exactly that. Um, <laughs> But so here's here's the story that comes with these. I don't know if they exist in a DM um, or, or a Dungeons and Dragons book, but this was the story that was written like for them online. Okay. <clears throat> so it says bracelets of bonding, a set of bracelets that when one is broken, the other immediately breaks as well. Once one is mended, the other mends itself. Created by a brother who was going off to war for his younger brother staying home. This was so that the older brother would know if things got bad at home. If the bracelet snapped, he promised to come home no matter what. So I don't know if it's going to be exactly that kind of backstory about war and brothers, but I, it's essentially that thing. It's like a pager, right? Where it's like, oh, you can do something to this What's one. What's a pager? A pr- okay, you're 30. You know what a pager is. I'm appealing to the there. Zoomers. Oh. Pager is is somebody that can flip through the pages of a PDF on their iPad very quickly. Uh, that makes sense. No. <laughs> um. Did you but know? Yeah, so, did you know that people are capable of three D printing the save icon? You mean you mean a floppy disk? What's that? <laughs> there's three D printing the save icon. <laughs> any other? Any other? Not. I'm totally. I'm a youth. Jokes you want to make? <laughs> um, those are the best ones. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure you'll think of one. Those are the I'm good sure, jokes. Sure. I could just be like, "What's dial up?" <laughs> What's aim, what, what do you mean you used to talk on aim? What were you aiming with? I just made that I, one up. I don't think I would say that that's a bit of a stretch because I feel like aim DMing and like that sort of instant messaging we have now it's just become like WhatsApp and even just honestly iMessage. It's the same thing. That's all aim ever was was just those and just on the computer. Yeah. But what kind of things? Yes. What's a what's a what's a landline? That's true. To be fair, I never had one at my mom's house. Once we moved to a place with that, we just had a cell phone that we used as the home phone the whole time. And that was like right when that started becoming like a hot thing. And my dad's we did, though. I also, I remember have my, my grandma had a rotary phone in her basement. I remember loving to play with the tactile. like. Right. I still know my home phone number from when I was a kid. Do you want to give it out? Yeah, prank everyone? phone call it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I guess that's what I get for giving you an opportunity to be chaotic neutral. <laughs> uh, I remember when my area code was eight one seven. Wasn't that a thing at one point? Eight one seven. Or it was eight one zero. It was eight one zero. It was eight one zero. I had I had two four eight, and then then it was five eight six. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Kids. Anyways, so yeah, these these bracelets were essentially just, there's there's some sort of preconceived message that goes with it being broken. I don't know who has the other one yet. I don't know in what facet or way, but I think it's just a fun thing. So this character has one of these, or maybe both. Maybe they haven't given it out yet. But I think it gives us another element to play with with this character that isn't um, the idea of um, just the god part, right? I think there's going to be other other little things that uh, we can kind of futz around with. So yeah, that's uh, that's what that's what I got. That's what this is uh, stupid. You thought this was a good idea? I did. I still do. <laughs> okay. You can not try and neg me all you want, not sir. Not the reaction I was hoping for, but it's okay. oh, I'm sorry. Do I want to be more upset about it? I don't know what right. I expected. Okay, well. But you disappointed me, regardless. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm sorry, Mom. I mean, Nathan. Oh, Oh. oh, Freud. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, But yeah, but but what I also did is I decided I wanted to roll on race and a motivation as well. So I think maybe we start there. So what? What, what, what? I don't know. I, didn't listen. I, was, I was actually asking what. I wasn't paying attention. What would you say? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Race motivation. Okay, which one first? Um, let's roll on race first, but hang on. I'm not ready yet. I think I just want it to be the basic ones. I've right, got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine, and let's add in uh, one more to make it a D10. What's a good random one that we can use? That's not going to like make it too... I wish we rolled D20s more. I'm just when we're roll. doing randomized stuff, it's not enough to... Why well, can't I? Enough. I'm just going to do it anyway. I rolled a sure. six. This is going to be a bad episode. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, let's add Asimar. So an Asimar is going to be number uh, 10. Asimar. So I said Asimar. I put the ass in Asimar. You said ass. Asimar. Asimar? Maybe. Later. So it sounds like... Um, when you say Asimar, it sounds like you're trying to say ASMR is one word. Yeah. ASMR. <laughs> I really like to listen to some good ASMR. Somebody whispering in my ears. ASMR. <laughs> um, so do you want to roll first? Do you want to roll a D10 and figure out what the race is? So I can be upset if you if it doesn't make sense. Sweet and sour sauce on my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was the first ASMR I probably ever heard. Was Dane Cook. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, I heard are it. Are you rolling? So I came out. Gee, are that's we a, just a, quoting Dane Cook at this point? That's a Dane Cook bit, right? It is. It is. What a sad, tragic life. Yeah, I'll roll. I rolled a four. Four. So that is one, two, three, four. Or a gnome. A gnome. A little, a little gnome. I'm happy about that. Gnome will work. Gnome will work just fine for the race of this character. Pa-pow. Gnome it up. Okay, so what do we got for gnomes? Um, you know what? Let's roll everything else first, and then we can look into these different uh, potential background. Or, Whoa, uh, I did sub, a thing. Sub gnomes. Um, Why did you do that? Okay. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Little gnome Okay, so I'm going to roll on motivation then, which is a D hundo. All right. Here we go. 66. Okay, first roll. Definitely a 66. This is definitely the first roll. Was a sixty six. All right, so yours got as subtle as a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Discover the location of ancient catacombs that are said to hold the remains of an extinct civilization. Untold riches and the secret of a long lost civilization are said to be there. 
That's fun. Wow. Sure. That might tie into the belief in this god. Yeah, maybe Jesus. Maybe Jesus is there, Ooh. and he'll rise after you find them. Ooh, why are we going there to try and get Jesus to like hard? You're so dumb. <laughs> god, I hate you so much. If you make that joke, it's fine. I make that joke, I'm dumb. Yeah. Welcome to being my friend. What did you just do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're on to the, we're on to now. We're rolling in the cursed background. We're on a personality trait. Give me a roll. Where'd the link uh, go? Well, I guess we don't need it once we fix. We don't need, yeah, that's why. Uh, that's why he deleted it. Oh yeah, nothing like referring to the 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 visual component of this audio platform that we're currently recording for. I got it. What else do you want to do? Like, I'm sorry if this is your first episode, but if you, this is at least your second, this is the classic part where Nathan and I banter over the Word doc that we're sharing together. And anyone that's ever shared a Google doc with somebody else that's happening at the same time, you know it's just chaos. It's just, it's just madness. Okay, what's up next? What's up next? Roll a D8 oh. for the suggested personal trait from the background of Cursed. Oh, I need to look so I can put some energy out there. Oh, you're over uh, putting the energy out there? Yeah. Ooh, five. Five energy. Uh, I rolled a seven. Taking risks is worth it if it gives me a chance to test the curse's power. <laughs> so that, I kind of like that because, again, they're like, no, I'm going to literally get to risk my life. If there's a god, if he's out there, okay, <laughs> then he'll save me. <laughs> like, Jesus, take the I, wheel incarnate. Kind of. Kind of a little bit. Um, all right, a D6. Alright, this is for the energy out there. Okay. Oh, buddy, it worked! I rolled a four! Perfect. Which is defiance. I will do the one thing that this curse cannot stop me from doing. Ignore. Oh my god, it's perfect! (laughs) I actually rolled a four, too. There is a a component to this that is visual, so if you want to come online, can anyone see? Yeah, there we go. See? See, that's what I rolled. I'm not just saying that. Maybe one day we'll be so Gucci that we can have dice, each of us can have dice cams. Ooh. Well, but I mean, I, feel- I actually do want to hook up my DSLR, but again, this is we're mainly a, a audio format for everyone at home, so they've just been trusting us all fifty-three episodes so far. So, yeah, well, yeah, I think you can tell from the episodes where we, where we very obviously are not happy about what's currently happening that uh, we definitely <laughs> roll this. We definitely, we definitely, yeah, because I am also about as subtle as a shotgun when it comes to my emotions. So, um, okay, so cool. So, yes, roll the bond. All right. Um, I don't know, two. I rolled a one. The being that cursed me knows a dark secret about me or my bloodline. This pay- This is payment for them keeping silent. What the fuck does that even mean? What, what are we paying them? The curse. The fact that they are cursed. Oh. That okay. is the payment. That's interesting and definitely something that we'll have to dig into. All right. Okay. Let me read the flaws. Stop it. What, what is he <sighs> doing? Anything? Why am I stopping? Um, I'm putting six energy out there. Six, six, six. Okay, I'm gonna roll. Not a six. God damn it! I rolled a six. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I feel like now that you've called, you've called two. We've never had it where you've ever gotten the one that you put the energy out for, and now my two rolls in a row are the ones you fucking wanted? That's because Jesus um. took me to Micro Center today, and now he's just <laughs> with me the whole day. 
I should go play the lotto or something. I, 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 Jesus's hand is on my shoulder right now. I feel like I just want a shirt that says Jesus took me to Micro Center and all I got was a shirt. <laughs> I'd wear that shirt, dude. I feel like Micro Center okay. should hire us. Yes, we're doing more advertising for Micro Center than they've ever done. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, okay. So I rolled a six, and the flaw is I hate it when other people refer to me as, quote, cursed or, quote, unfortunate, and will get verbal when I. I and will get verbal when they do. So he back talks to them when they, and see what's fun about this, the cursed and or verbal or cursed and or unfortunate termage, ter, termage, terms or verbiage. Cause literally, Oh wow. You're so touched by that. God, that God clearly is there for you. And he's like, no, no, they're not. Yeah. They're not that he does not. They don't, they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, before we roll the stats, I do have a question I have to ask you because it popped into my head. Okay. I know one of the parameters of Lloyd pitching this character idea was that the DM is kind of trolling the player with it. The player is not supposed yeah. to know that sure. they're not supposed to believe in their god, and so they're supposed to figure out figure that out through circumstance. Is that something we're keeping in uh, in our thoughts here? Well, or we I, should... I don't. I so the the issue with that is I think I think how you want to do it because I think it's too difficult to re- like if we're building this for somebody to play it is difficult to kind of come in with that parameter like you can you can rp it right that the that the character doesn't know it but you can't really troll the player that way right because if i'm if i'm building this that's the whole point i want my player to discover that throughout right but like and plus i don't i I usually don't like scenarios where it's like it's specifically trying to troll somebody for something i think there is an aspect to it where the player or the, the character themselves tries to figure out if they want to use these abilities and, and like, I definitely think there is the ability to kind of have that weird trolling aspect where the more they maybe start to actually believe in this God that is giving them powers, the powers go away. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's the ebb and flow you want to play with. And I think as the DM, you have the, you have the, the discretion to decide when that happens. Right. So if they start, you know, being like, okay, wait, maybe, yeah, this guy like does kind of exist. And this is where it's like, again, you don't want a metagame as the player, but like leave it up to the DM to decide what that is. Because if I'm the player, then I'm just gonna be like the whole time, maybe like, oh no, definitely did not a thing that God doesn't exist, blah, blah, all this. And they're not there because I think it's kind of fun to have something big, maybe happen to be like, oh shit, maybe, maybe they are, are real. And like, maybe I should start like thanking them for these different things. And then at, like, because, again, if I know that as a player, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to let that happen because okay. it's like, oh, okay, I don't want. But, yeah, so it, it is an interesting dynamic that I think we can get into once we have, like, the backstory kind of figured out. So the short answer is no. You can't ask me a question like that and expect it to be a short answer, sir. If you do at this point, that's on you. <laughs> when I, I mean, that's fair. However, I asked you, are we keeping that in mind? You could have gone, no. <laughs> we're, we're not. Now we're gone, Okay. And we would have rolled all of our stats by now. And we'd be nope. on to that, putting nope. the pieces together. Nope. No, we wouldn't In some know. other timeline, we're already done with this episode. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, that's the timeline that gets pruned because the TVA did not allow it to happen. Uh-huh. This is the real one. So. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Yeah. However, roll last... Roll the fucking la- strength. I will roll strength after I say one more thing. Oh, I, as Jesus. a D&D player would be totally be down if a DM asked me, hey, you want to you do a one-shot with a group of people where I created all your characters and you have to figure out the weird thing about them as we play? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Or, no, like, here's your character. Well, like, you know, that'd be fun. Wait, wasn't, 
What? Yeah. I would say, wasn't there, there, there was something that we talked, was it in our Discord or somewhere? I saw something where it was that idea of a one-shot, and you're figuring out what your stats are as you're going. So you roll, and it's yeah. like, oh, okay, this is what my strength is. Or, okay, I'm, I, I am good at being strong. I am good at being intelligent. I'm Because like, like, when you go throughout your day, you don't really know, oh, I'm super perceptive. Like You might think you are, but your actual quote-unquote stats and numbers for that, you don't know. <laughs> like yeah. you don't know in real so like it's kind of that same thing right so the dm builds it and yeah. then just hands you the the character i think that's more yeah i i would be down for either scenario i think that one where you have to figure it out is a little more serious like that your dm probably wants you to figure it out but i would also be yeah. down to be like hey i've created a trolley ass character for you we're gonna do a one shot well, a one-off and you gotta figure out what's off about your character like both are, both i'd be totally down for anyway yeah. strength that'd be fun we can add that to the list of of our actual sessions that we want to do at some point. Ooh, I got good strength. Okay, that's fine. Clerics should be decently strong. I rolled a 6, a 4, a 4, and a 3. 14. I'm glad you were able to do the math there because I did not hear any of the numbers you read. So. 6, 4, I 4, 3. I went somewhere else. I went somewhere else. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Roll in that dex. I'd be fine with a low dex. We can have a clum- clumsy cleric. And uh, what is this? Oh, okay. That's oh, average. Four, four, two, one. So ten. Nice. Average dex. Constitution. Liking to be hardy. I rolled a six, a four, a okay. two, and a one. So twelve. Four twelve. Okay. None of these are too crazy. None of these are too too out there. Let's see intelligence. Oh, right. Well, we got a six, five, four, one. So that's a uh, 15 intelligence. We got a smart boy. I would love to roll four sixes. For wisdom? Just in general. We haven't done it yet. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. What about four ones? Oh, this is a this is close. I rolled a six, a five, a five, and a three. So 16. Well, wisdom's the main thing for cleric, so there we go. Ugh. The lowest number is dex right now? It's boring. Oh, that's cocked. Jesus. Even with this cocked, this is already broken. I'm re-rolling this one. Fuck me. Huh? What is so, it? so here's the scenario. So I rolled four dice. One of them was cocked. The other three are ready were six, five, and four. So even if those were just the top ones, super, super a lot, right? So I rolled the other d6. A six. Nice. You're dropping so now the four six, now. Six, five, four. So it's 15. Seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. 17. 17. It is yeah. 17. Jesus, this character's broken. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, you know what? This this is always what I have the issue with. Maybe we start just doing point. Oh, no, because I'm trying to think of a way. We need to change this up. I want to change up how we do Next time, we're doing stats a different way. I'm saying it Why? now. Because. First off, because. there's only two ways we can do it. Point by, there's no, nothing RNG about point by. Second, okay. the only other way to do it is to drop the highest, then you get a fucking paraplegic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had Grunter. <laughs> I think Grunter was that way. Um, yeah, I don't... We could drop a, maybe we, a middle number. Maybe we take the maybe, median no, number and what, get rid of it. What we could do is we could just roll three. We can just roll 3d6 and just take whatever that is. That's Woof. essentially what... <laughs> I just rolled a 2-2-3. Two, two, okay, there you go. I rolled a two sixes and a five. See, so we, so that that allows there to be more fluctuation, right? So there's a seven, and that one was what the seventeen again. So like, I think maybe we just get rid of the removing of the. We just roll three d six. 
It's up to you, man. I'm never doing guess. that, but it's up to you. Well, just because for me, the fun part of deciding what the like the physicality and like this individual person is in these stats, and when we got stats like this, it's like okay, so he's super charismatic, super wise, super intelligent, decently strong, and like just as dexterous as everybody else. So it's like, what is this guy's fucking just what, walking around like a superhuman already? Right the, off the I bat, sh- I just rolled a two, a two, and a one. So even if I added another roll into this, it's only, it's a five. I still rolled under ten. Yeah, I don't know. We just seem like maybe we should just play craps. Maybe that's what it is. We're just good with d6s. Maybe that's just the, the whole thing. All right. Well, whatever. I'll figure that out for next time. I'll, we'll, I'm saying it here. You, you heard it. You heard it here first, baby. That's uh, a four. Okay. All right. Okay. You, now I've just got you on a roll, rolling. Oh, that one wasn't bad. 13. Okay. Can you, can we, hey, hey, over here. Something shiny. Hey, four. Up. <laughs> can you recap? Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. So, um, we had a, a suggestion in our Discord. Join that, and um, <laughs> this might be you. So, Jake brought in... We're, we're, we're approaching this character as the idea of being an atheist cleric. So, we brought the class of cleric, fucking obviously, but we also brought the subclass of trickery. The background is cursed, and the kind of curse they have is a good or evil deity has cursed you. Jake also brought this item that he found that we're not sure if it's in a source book or not, but it's really interesting. It's called the Bracelets of Bonding. And essentially what that is, it's a set of bracelets that when one is broken, the other immediately breaks as well. When one is mended, the other mends itself. It's created by a brother who went off to war, gave it to his younger brother. He said if the shit ever breaks, he'll come home immediately. We rolled on the race. We got a gnome. We rolled We rolled on the motivation. We got discover the location of ancient catacombs that are said to hold the remains of an extinct civilization. Untold riches and the secrets of a long-lost civilization are said to be there. Then we rolled on the personality trait, ideal bond flaw, all that stuff from the cursed background. And we got the personality trait of taking risks is worth it if it gives me a chance to test the curse's power. Ha ha! Ideal. Defiance. I will do the one thing that this curse cannot stop me from doing. Ignoring it. Bond. The being that cursed me knows a dark secret about me or my bloodline. This is payment for them keeping silent. And then the flaw. I hate it when other people refer to me as cursed or unfortunate, and will get verbal when they do. Then we rolled our sexy stats. We got a strength of 14, a dex of 10, a con of 12... Intelligence of 15, Wisdom of 16, and Charisma of 17. There we are. We did it. Good work. Ready to roleplay? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, okay, so... I'll be bar, and I'll just be like, Huh, who is this very intelligent, wisdom, and, or wise and charismatic person coming into my bar? <laughs> um... So I looked up. I looked up where I got that item from because I want to at least be able to credit them. Um, it's shahantbooks.com. Went through and, and and she said she kind of just put together a, a list of wild and weird, strange magic items she uh, found on the internet from around different places. So that's where the bracelets of bonding came from. Um, and that's the one thing too is like just kind of homebrewing items and coming up with like weird little magic things like that. So yeah, if you wanted to look at there's a, it's a list of 101 things or 100 things I think yeah 100 strange D and D, uh, useful magic items. So yeah, um, put the put the link in our document. Link into document, baby. Doing it. I'm doing the visual thing for this 
audio format. It's for me, for when I make the promo post, I can shout her out. I know, but I'm just saying, okay, there it is. Um, all right, cool. So, let's start with the gnome uh, race here. So, geez, all of these add to decks, too. Jesus. <laughs> so decks are even better. <laughs> well, I guess the normal normal gnome features you get intelligence goes up by two. Force. I could be rock gnome and the con can go up by one. Oh, and Probably it was like a rock water. gnome. Yeah. And you Fun get the fact. Artificer's lure. What is deep gnome? Dex goes up. Fuck. Deep gnome's big dicked. What? Deep gnomes have big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to enunciate that better for you? I didn't know if there was a reason why you were specifically saying that or if it was just. <laughs> Just think. Okay. <laughs> um, you have dark vision, advantage on dex, stealth check. Oh, because they're from, um, I'm assuming they're like uh, um, 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 like a uh, drow or like a dark elf type thing. So they're, yeah. Um, they're deep in the dampness. You know what? I don't know if I want to pick one of these. I think we're just going to leave it up to whomever decides to take it. You're just a gnome. Whatever you want to take from that. If you want to go with a sub, uh, a sub race. Within there specifically, you can. Okay. So what does a gnome get? Plus two intelligence? Plus two to intelligence. Damn, um, plus two? Yup. That's 17, baby. Yeah, we got two 17s on this. Sexy. I don't know why I get so mad. You know what? I should just lean in and make a min-maxed character one time. Um, but okay, so they also their alignment are generally good. Lean towards law. Blah, blah, blah. Inventors. They do have dark vision. Uh, custom to undergrad. Wait, so why does why is it a big deal that this other one? Oh, dark vision's radius to 120 feet. Damn. So it just doubles it. Um, cunning. You have advantage on intelligence. Okay. Um, no. A constant hum of busy activity per- pervades the warrens and neighborhoods where gnomes form their close knit communities. Louder sounds punct punctuate. Yeah, punctuate the hum. A crunch of grinding gears here, a minor explosion there, a yelp of surprise or triumph, and especially bursts of laughter. Gnomes take delight in life, enjoying every moment of invention, exploration, investigation, creation, and play. Okay, so from that, let's start looking at what is in the personality ideal stuff. Okay, where would you like to start? I think Bond makes the most sense. The being that cursed me knows a dark secret about my bloodline. This is this is payment for them keeping silent. Okay, what's the what's the gnome bloodline? Well, I don't know if we need to okay, I'm not saying like we need to go like in into that. I'm trying to think like what what potentially the god would hold against an individual or their their descendants in some in some way. Maybe this gnome turned all of their ancestors into garden gnomes and the deity knows that okay okay interesting <laughs> um this is the medusa of gnomes the medusa of gnomes i'm trying to th- see what what trickery domain gods there are you know what you know what i think would be what do, what do you think about us creating a god with this what like not having to hear me out 
That means we have to so, name the fucker. No, no, we don't. We just have to give like we can we can give general because the thing too is this person's not going to know about this god, right? Because they don't believe in them. I'm going to give you a Texas horns down on that one. Why? What is what is the fuck? What is that a thing? You do? Yeah. Where did that come from? Well, it's not a thing anyone does anymore because the NCAA will fine you for unsportsmanlike conduct. Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> that's that's a whole other sub podcast about how much now that the players can make money the ncaa is going to find ways to take it from them yeah um (laughs) no i like i don't i don't i don't want to create a god okay but i I, what do you think i mean when i'm saying that because i feel like you're 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 putting more weight on it than i actually am i think that means that you want to create a god what what does that entail for you on your end? Because for me, what it literally means is just like it's not a god that is known and studied in certain places. And like ha- like I'm thinking, you won't understand this reference, but I'm thinking like the Traveler in Critical Role, which is not like really a god in the overall span of everything. Laura Bailey decided spoilers for Critical Role. She wanted to take a fae creature that was in the first campaign and have it be her god in the second one. And it's not like there's religions built to it. She is trying to spread the word of this unknown god. So I'm not saying I need to go through and come up with this whole background of this god. I'm just saying I think instead of it being like a, a, like Timora or or uh, the Moonweaver or some god that has lore ready to it, it's a lesser known god and or deity in some way that knows something about you and they have power and they're using it to give you power and fuck with you. Nope. <laughs> Why? What is your thought? Like so? What? So what? What god do you want to go with then? Um. Why don't we just leave it open, or make it, or make it whatever? What what kind of race was Herix? He's a Rakshasa. Yeah, make it a Rakshasa. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? I mean, it could be a, a devil of some. But so, like, if we just leave it open to what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to at least figure out how, like, if it's if it's a if it's a cleric, if the god that's giving them powers has churches and temples places, that changes if it's like a, a lesser known being that isn't expecting to be worshipped a certain way does that make sense it does um but i still don't care (laughs) i feel like you never care about what the god is though when it comes to the clerics that's because gods are stupid (laughs) make it let's let's, let's make it let's make it zeus okay or athena it's it's trickery so it's gotta be a trickery domain and the hermes now you're just naming the greek gods you know from Hades. Yeah. No. What's the god of trickery in, in that? Demeter. I'm just kidding. She's a god of seasons. <sighs> um What if what isn't what if we make it Loki, dude? The yeah. Norse god of mischief. Mm-hmm. That's from the Loki series, because he's hopping all the different timelines and stuff, so we hop into this D and D world. Yep. <laughs> Um, the, I want Alligator Loki to be the the, the dude, trickster dude, that um, Alligator Loki's blown up. The internet fucking loves Alligator Loki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, here's the uh, thing. I don't care. So I know. What I do you want to do? I I think it's just it, it's a god that doesn't have temples and churches and isn't well known and or studied. So is that what you meant when you said create a god? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I literally meant have it be a god that doesn't have lore. That like isn't like oh yes we we date back to when this god fought in this thing and like we know, like no it's just this idea of like nobody knows 
who's actually giving him this power. And that's Here. something that you leave to the DM. That could be the trolley factor of it. Me as the player gotcha. saying, you gotcha. you invent my god and let me know. Just know he's a god of trickery. Gotcha. You know what, Jake? I'm going to mail you a piece of art that I made. It's just a white oh. piece of paper. Make it yourself. Okay. That's okay. what you essentially just did. It's not It's not true. <laughs> so, like... I want to create giving... something, but also create nothing at the same time. We can come up with. I'm just calling out the language you chose to approach me with that question. But, I thought it was poorer in, words. In in that way, what I'm saying is, we can create the elements around it that we need for this story. So it doesn't have to be like, oh, that doesn't align with what this god would normally do. Like, so we need a god that's going to blackmail somebody, right? <laughs> so it's like, okay, so you know that's the thing that this god would do. But I'm just trying to think, what is something they would hold like that would catch the attention of a god to be able to want to curse somebody? I feel yeah. I'm done giving you shit about it. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what are... I, oh, there's yeah, the a question. Gnome idea. Sorry. There's, there's the um, garden gnome idea that the whole family got turned into garden gnomes. Yeah, so so I'm sorry. I, I thought you asked me another open-ended question. You wanted me to actually think about this. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Can because we could... Again? We <laughs> <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? Um <laughs> We could honestly run with that garden gnome-like thing and be like, this person is a garden gnome that came to life, and this god knows it. So, like, they used to be, like, a statue of some sort that comes from a lot. I don't know. Do garden gnomes exist in D&D lore, usually? Because is that offensive to have a, a, a race of people that are Dude, used? it probably... Good point. Good point. <laughs> but, like, but I kind of like where you were coming from, because imagine this is what it could be. It could be this person, their quote-unquote family was actually all just statues and this one just came to life because this god of trickery decided to let them make them be alive and run around <laughs> and since they don't really understand you know like because they weren't like raised in a family they were just a statue that came to life yeah <laughs> that like like what gods aren't real what the fuck no i, I exist because i want to <laughs> like I, I remember sitting there for long times and just watching people go by and all of this stuff and all these different things and, and now i'm real <laughs> Like Pinocchio. <laughs> um, so the god they somehow brought themselves to life, or the no, god the god that? brought the god brought them to life, and they refused to acknowledge it. But this is how they're blackmailing them. So the bond is the curse that uh, the being that cursed me knows a dark secret about my bloodline. Essentially, that the bloodline is their their statues. They're they're all just, they yeah, were what, garden gnomes. And then what if this god is also a gnome, and he's really and they're really upset that the person that they brought back to life. Is it more grateful? Mm-hmm. So, so that's why like they put a, the curse on them. Or that's why they fuck but, but, with them. So, so yes. But what I'm saying is when I say curse, so just, just so we understand like terminology moving forward, when I say curse, the curse that is put on this person is that they can cast magic. Okay. The, the quote, because this person sees it as a curse. Um, but it's not actually like viewed by other, like if other people like again. So the flaw I hate when other people refer to me as cursed or unfortunate. That is essentially like oh my god, you have th- these magic powers that you know they th- seem religious and they come from a divine plate. Like oh my, you must be who who is your god? Who do you like? No, I'm not. I'm just me. This is just I do this. None of this is from anybody else. <laughs> so like that's what when I say cursed, I mean they're a cleric. Like that's okay. That's what they see as their curse. But I still think that it could stand that the reason why this god is trolly, like we've mm-hmm. kind of discussed a little bit, is because of that. Because this gnome thinks that their magic's a curse. 
so but when you say trolley well, how are the trolley in that they take it away yeah or troll okay but then that kind of goes against the the i think the gnome wants them to think not believe in them right that's the whole thing so you're telling me that something that is <laughs> almost is a godlike deity is like yeah. bringing garden gnomes back to life and giving them life and saying, "Don't believe that I did that for you." But that's but that's the whole like the whole point is as soon as he starts believing in the god, the power goes away, right? Isn't that what we wanted? I think that's I think I thought that that's that's I don't smoke the... enough weed. I don't know <laughs> for like for me to wrap my head around Lloyd's ideas. <laughs> so but here's yes. what I think. Here's my pitch. Are you ready for my okay. Shark Tank yes. pitch? Let's do it. Our main character was once a lowly garden gnome. One day, they gained consciousness, could walk around, do magic, mm-hmm. pee and mm-hmm. poop, got mm-hmm. hungry, had erections, all sorts well, of all, all sorts of, of parts of life. Yeah, all sorts of evolved thoughts. Okay. There was a there's a there's an ultimate garden gnome the first garden gnome okay that came to life on their own and decided that they want to save all the garden gnomes because they view it as like a curse that their rock and statue brought our character's garden gnome to life and was like look what i did for you and our garden gnome's like you didn't do shit for me what are you talking about this for myself the god garden gnome is like fuck you asshole i'm gonna fuck with your magic and he's like and then we play with that dynamic. That's so, my shark shark tank pitch. I if I'm understanding correctly then, that kind of means if our character is pissed at the god and doesn't think they did anything, then they lose their magic. That's an easier concept for me to understand, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so like that's that's the whole that's where I think so I think that goes away from the original premise because I think the original premise of this being an atheist cleric, the power comes from them not believing in the god. Then maybe which is weird. Here's a way for me to bring it together. Then maybe these gnomes are brothers, okay. and they both were the first garden gnomes to gain consciousness. And our character gains their power through some sort of meta of believing in yourself and not having to believe that there's something else out there. It's like the matrix. Our, <laughs> our, our garden gnome knows the matrix exists and, okay. okay. And is He's more numbers. Yeah. Go by. And has learned how to tie them together and is now, not believing in anything while believing in everything at the same time. <laughs> so, so for me, I think I think what we can get away because I, so I think where we're getting where you might be getting hung up is that another gnome brought this garden gnome to life. I don't think it needs to be even that. I think it just needs to be a deity of some sort that wants to just fucking dick around and cause chaos. And it's like you know what? I'm gonna fucking bring that garden gnome to life. That's like he's got a family of other whatever gnomes around him this one gets to come alive and i want him to go just go cause mischief and don't tell anybody who brought you to life and don't don't do any of this and don't look into it at all and so they go out and they just fuck around and do all this magic and it's only through other people that they're like oh my god you're like you have divine magic you have these divine powers you can heal people and do all this and they're like nah this is just me i'm just i'm just this is just how i am so like 
that's that's where I think like it's just does that make sense? Is that what if this garden gnome is <laughs> the original garden gnome? What if we're creating the god that this character is going to become? And this this our garden gnome thinks that their power comes from another god. But the closer they get to realizing that they themselves are a god, their power gets stronger. And Why they are you trying to make the, this so complicated? Then they become the god of garden gnomes. <laughs> G cubed, baby. That's what we'll call them. What? You're, you're overcomplicating this. <laughs> like, so much. I'm literally just saying, we don't even have to explain and explore the god at all. It's just a god of trickery over here that wants to cause chaos that brings a gnome to life. That's it. Cool. <laughs> and you're like, what if it's like he goes, like, comes back and he is the power and the power comes from within and then it's. I just. I. <laughs> I think I, I like okay. So let's 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 hang on. We we've at least decided that this is an awakened garden gnome, correct? Yeah, that's the that's been consistent throughout. <laughs> okay, okay, I like that. Okay, so we have that, and so that is the when we're looking at the bond. The being that cursed me knows a dark secret about my bloodline. So the dark secret about the bloodline is there is no bloodline. They're 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 family. Quote is just other. Like statues and garden like things that existed in some place of, of of something, right? And and then they brought one of them back to life to go out and serve this trick trickery like god. Okay. So that's the bond. Are we good with that? All that sound good? So the bloodline is there is no bloodline. Yeah, or there at least, ooh, what if we tied this to the motivation, right? So the motivation is discover the location of ancient catacombs that are said to hold the remains of an extinct civilization. Old, untold riches and secrets and long-lost civilization uh, are said to be there. What if that's where all these statues were? Everyone's just, like, made into statues and lo- like and it was, like, mind-wiped in some way. And the god brought one of the beings back. He wandered out in a way into the world and is now trying to get back there. To prove that, like, no, 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 we're all magic from there. Like, th- this will, like, disprove the gut. Like, I'm actually from a place. I'm from this civilization that's just so lost to time. And, okay. like, it's, and they were all just, it's a gnome civilization where they all look like garden gnomes. And, ooh, and maybe some people actually started selling those statues out into the world. So they're out into the world to find other garden gnome statues and bring them back to the civilization? Yeah. So that they all can come back to life together? So our character's a god. (laughs) (laughs) They're not the one bringing them back to life. It's this power from this other god. Yes. Our character. (laughs) I think think the main thing we can agree on is that the character doesn't need to know and or understand where the power (laughs) comes from, correct? (laughs) Yeah. What if it comes from a rabbit that can beat a drum really well? Sure. It's just constantly, it's, it's going around, just, you know, with, with a little pink. Yeah, it's pink. Yep, yep. Duracell. Just going and going and going and going. Yep, okay. <laughs> we don't need to, we don't need to explore, like, so, so here's, here's my pitch. If you don't like it, shoot me down. So, there was a civilization that maybe they all didn't believe in deities or gods a long time ago, and then 
the gods sm- smited them and turned them all into statues and, and petrified the whole civilization. Other travelers then came upon this civilization and saw these little statues and things and assumed they were created and sculpted and like were art. Then collected all of, not maybe not all of them, some of them, took them away and started selling them out into the world. Out in the world, one of these things was brought to life and by this, some random unbeknownst thing, maybe it's himself, maybe it's his other god in some way, but he doesn't believe the power comes from somewhere else. He believes the power is just his own because they didn't believe in gods. And so this trickery god wants him to go around and just kind of fuck around with shit because he feels like he should be pissed at the world because they were turned into statues and sold all over the place. And now he's trying to find his way back to that civilization and find other gnomes to bring back to life. And when people tell him that, like, oh, you have this divine power that's coming through you, he gets pissed because he thinks it's just his. Um, I'm Mark Cuban. And you're out. And I'm willing to give you um, $500,000 and a 15% stake in your company. Okay. Um, I, I, well, we have no um, margins for making a profit here because we're not selling. Well, then I'm out. I mean, <laughs> you, mean, you mean to tell me that you came to Shark Tank with no plan to make a, make a profit and you wanted us to yeah. front you money? What's your distribution right. setup? Um, the gnomes. They're they're already set up in different you're, houses. You're using child of... labor, and you came Gnomes to Shark Tank. Adults. <laughs> it works in China. <sighs> Call the police. I'm Mark Cuban. <laughs> I'm Mark Cuban. Classic <laughs> classic Mark Cuban quote. I'm Mark Cuban. <laughs> I don't even know if he but, says. I don't know. I've hi, never watched I'm Mark that Cuban. show. <laughs> I own a basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you seem really, really un- dis- disrespondent to any of this. I wrote it all down. I accept it. Okay. I told you I was in, dude. I wanted fifteen percent. That's not something. Fifteen percent's all. You know, is I'm it? in. I'm invested. Is that a lot? I don't know. It's a lot for you I don't to watch give that me. You watch Shark Tank? What are you talking about? You used to at least. What? When? Didn't you? You were like you thought it was a really cool concept in like college, didn't you? I mean, I've I've occasionally had it on, but I've never been like, dude, dude, you got to check out Shark Tank. Now yeah, you've watched That's... more than I have, so therefore you're super into it. <laughs> Fair. I guess that checks out. Um, <laughs> okay. So we like the idea that the civilization was in some way punished by a god because they didn't believe in them, and they were all petrified. And then a different god, leave it up to the DM, how the god situations work, brought one of these things back to life, and he doesn't believe he was brought back to life by a god. Yes. And he's trying to get back to the civilization where they're from. And they then slowly realize that other gnomes or other places used as decoration. And so that's the that's what is um I guess it doesn't really fit with the bond part of this payment this is payment for keeping the wait. This is payment for them keeping silent. So like the Hmm. Ooh, yeah, that maybe bond they don't sucks. Wa- maybe the thing is they don't want other people to know about their civilization. They want to get back there and not have other people like continue to ransack it the way they did. Right? And so like this god is is like aware that they're people but doesn't want other like It's weird. It's the one thing that goes against the, the kind of the whole I think I think it's fine. I think we just say it's that. We just say it's the city. 
the God doesn't tell other people that it exists so long as this gnome keeps working towards trying to find it themselves. Because maybe there's something in the civilization that the God of Trickery wants. And so as long as they're working towards it, it almost feels more like a warlock type scenario, honestly, with like this patron that's using it as like a, um, it's like, it's like they're, they're, they're using it as, as weight against them. But I think the God in some way is, is trying to keep the city hidden from other people as well. And maybe, maybe their path to it, the less they believe in the God, the clearer it is. To the city? Yeah. What if the god feels bad? What if the god feels bad that they, they, they cursed the city for not believing in them and turned them all into statues and saw then how the rest of society and like other races took these statues and used okay. them as like used them as something? So the god's trying to now make up for that mistake by bringing one back to life to try okay. and go around and br- collect the other ones and save that civilization. And the god doesn't want their name involved in any of it because it's kind of like yeah when i was younger i kind of got pissed at this small gnomish community that was like really like anti me so i just turned them all in the stone and then like you know the humans came around like oh these are cute and they started selling them and so like that's on me but don't tell anyone don't like just don't like we don't talk about it all right we don't like you just go around you collect all of them bring them back together we just go our separate ways we just don't talk about it we don't worry like (laughs) and so like the god's trying to make up for a mistake that they did and so that's why when they start believing in this god and be like oh my god you're right it totally is timora tomorrow's like you shut your mouth you shut your mouth you don't talk about this you don't know your powers are gone you you know you know it's me no nope nope (sighs) Does that, does that, how do you feel about that? So I kind of like it, but I, this bond sucks, and it's written really fucking poorly. Yeah. Um, so the being that cursed me knows a dark secret about me or my bloodline. Yeah. This is payment for them keeping silent. So they cursed me, and so they're the being quiet again. about something? So the curse here again... The, uh, yeah, it's yeah, the magic. So, yep, I get it. And so they're keeping quiet... like. The secret they know is that this ancient civilization with all these riches and materialistic goods exists. Okay. They give them the magic to go back and get everyone back there. And the reason they're keeping silent about it is because they don't want their name out there. So they're allowing them to go and fix it so that they can't be discovered as the god. Like, cause they're, they're, they're a god of chaotic good, right? But if it's ever, like, kind of revealed to everybody that, like, oh, shit, this god kind of just in in indirectly led to all of this whole the civilization being like sold off into decorative servitude that would be a, a stain on okay, gotcha. so i guess i'm still kind of confused and hung up how does our character view having magic well they are they gonna like that they have it because then why I, would anyone keep silent if they don't like it so they don't like it because their their beliefs were directly against deities i fucking hate deities so do they just tell me what to write down let's move on (laughs) so the civilization that was cursed yep directly spat in the face of this old chaotic god yep got that part didn't like them didn't believe in them didn't think they were real maybe the gnomes invented things that that invented like did tricks and stuff too just as much as that god did god got pissed 
cursed the whole town to be statues. <laughs> Those get sold around. When our character wakes up, they still don't believe in that god and are pissed at it. Once they slowly start to learn that they do, they can heal and they can do magic, it almost kind of upsets them, and they only use it when they have to because they don't like drawing on that power. If other people around them start saying, oh, you're a cleric, what god do you worship? Or you can heal people. Where does that come from? They're like, no, 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 no. That's not a thing. That's not where this comes from. And then once they maybe start realizing, like, if it saves their lives or big, like, momentous things happen to them, um, kind of like... Uh, um, the personality trait, right? Taking risks is worth it if it gives me a chance to test the curse's power, right? So it's like, okay, if they test the power and it does actually save them in some way, they're like, oh, shit. Okay, maybe this god did have something. This god that my whole like civilization was against does have you know some power. The god cuts it off. Like, nope, nope, I still need you to hate me because I don't want anyone to know I'm helping to undo a thing I did. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So then the, our our character is aware that there's a civilization out there full of stone gnomes. This is not a mystery to them. They were maybe even alive when before they got turned to stone. The, yeah, they exactly. They were one of the gnomes that got turned to stone as well. Okay. And they get, they get woken up when their declaration woke. and someone else's... Yes, they, exactly. So they get okay. woke. And so they get <laughs> they get brought back and they're trying to find this place. But it's been hundreds of years yes so everything has kind of changed and they're like the fuck i gotta get back there and and there can even be other gnomes that they come across as lawn decorations or or things or whatever that the make them uncomfortable because i think so that hits the motivation because i think too is could be this with gnomes they say you know what they, they're inventors they do all of this type of stuff maybe they invented some something to directly yeah, um, yeah, but whatever that is, we can, that, that's up to the DM. <laughs> Not important. Yeah, uh, personality trait, the taking of risks. Again, they they don't care. I think they almost don't see value in their life. I mean, imagine waking up hundreds of years in the future after being stoned, and your whole civilization is scattered throughout. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 the the power dynamic is weird. With being stoned. Guy. Yes. Ooh, ooh, there it is. Yeah. Um. Ideal defiance. I will do one thing that this curse cannot stop me from doing. Ignore it, right? So there's ignoring these powers. Again, they only use them when they have to. Okay. The flaw, I hate when other people refer to me as cursed or unfortunate. That's, again, like, oh, wow, you're a cleric. Oh, wow, you have this. Your connection to your god is so strong. Like, nope. No, it's not. I hate all of this. I don't, don't want to talk about it. Don't address it. It's just not a thing. I'm just... They're almost... I think their two motivations are find their civilization in some way and then just die. They just hate this. They they hate like well because think like I'm trying to think like it's just they they're they're not happy about having been a garden gnome for so long. They might even just be just reckless. Oh wait, fuck! How do these bracelets come in? They don't delete it. You didn't even bring them. Nope. No. Nope. Retcon and get rid of them. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. They have this bracelet, and their their brother, because, again, that's what this backstory is, their brother also has one, so they're trying to find the garden gnome that has the matching bracelet. And their brother's the god that brought the, the, that caused no, the curse. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> Don't go back to that. The god is over here. The god's way, way, way over there. It's not not connected directly. The only thing, only connection is that they spat in the face of this god, and they don't believe in him. That's it. Who's their brother with the same bracelet? Oh, I'm going to punch you in the dick. (laughs) But, so that's where the bracelet comes in. The bracelet of bonding comes in 
that maybe they wake up and the bracelet's broken. And they're like, oh, shit. That means my brother's alive out there because when we went in, it wasn't broken. And now I came out, that means he broke his, so he's out there. I got to find him. Got to find my brother. Got to find the civilization. Fine. <sighs> is that it? Did we, is, is this... <laughs> so we got a little gnome trying to find his, his lost home and other gnomes and his brother gnome. Woof, dog. That took some gymnastics. What else do you get for trickery? Charm person, nothing. Self blessing of the trickster. You get stealth things, uh, invoke duplicity. So you have different ones running around. I think again, these things they slowly start to figure out that they could do. Like they kind of have it happen um, accidentally. Oh, actually, Loki is one of these gods that is suggested in here. <laughs> in the domain of trickery. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, he's the Norris. You know, it depends on your pantheon you're using. So, um, even says the uh, their patrons, their patrons of thieves, scoundrels, gamblers, rebels, and liberators. They'd be a liberator and a rebel. Cool. Like I'm glad you like it. Can we go, can we levels cleric like cleric up to nine and use modify memory on me and forget this episode ever happened? <laughs> this this is a weird fucking cleric. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll okay, tell you cool, right now. I, I know most. I know most characters. We mm-hmm. like. I would play this character, but I don't think we ever definitively definitively say I wouldn't play this character. I would play this character. I wouldn't play this character. I would. I would. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Okay, so what does it look like? What does our little gnome guy look like? Um, you would play this character because you would explain the concepts of your character to the DM and they'd be so fucking confused. Let's let you do whatever. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't play this character with every DM. I would want to make sure the DM is also excited about this kind of idea of exploring not believing in your god. Right. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah, I hear you, dog. How old are they? 170? Gnomes, uh, adult life around 40. They can live to be 350 years old. So let's say they were turned to stone 500 years ago, and they were probably about 130. Right somewhere in the middle-ish. Not quite middle age, but yeah. It's not uncommon for them to reach 500 years of age. Oh, that's true. 350 is an average. So they're a young adult, so 130. Ooh, what could be um, fun too here is maybe they're oh so if I'm the DM with this and someone brings me this, like I'm playing with what family members of yours have already been awoken in the world. Okay. And see what could be fun about that then is, and this is just DM notes thing here, they now thank the god and believe in that god and therefore don't have the powers. Because don't have the power. They they chose to accept that they existed. And so that this one continues to not believe in it. They continue to like give them these powers, showing that they they do exist and they are real. Anyways, that's a DM note. <laughs> I feel like I broke your brain. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say they got turned to stone at 420. When the year 420? No, at that age. So they are 420. Yep. So they're real old. Stoned at 420. 
it's so even old so it's an old crotchety no that refuses to accept any of this maybe they come out of the stone at 420 so when they would be 420 years old yeah but then that means like no i like the idea of an old crotchety gnome he he got turned to stone at 420 years old that's he got fine. turned to stone at 420 then hundreds of years later he was like okay yep okay do it yep that makes yeah. sense so he's an old crotchety cleric that refuses to believe in this god. Perfect. What do they look like? What's their alignment? What's their name? So got... Yep. So their alignment, I want to say, is chaotic. Neutral. Neutral. Our, cl- our classic. <laughs> <laughs> We've never made one of those before. Fuck off. No one remembers that joke. All right. It's a good joke. Old gnomes. What do they look like? That's what I'm working on. That's what I'm. Uh, um, blah, blah, blah. I'm hot. My brain hurts. Too hot. Hot damn. Um. Okay. So they have. I'm gonna say pale skin because they were in stone for a while. So it's like very kind of like fair skinned gnome. What if it's stained and with slight gray? Ooh, ooh, okay. So like a like a light like bluish gray kind of hue to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't hate that. Um, I'm trying to find a picture of things I kind of like. Oh, let's go with this. Oh, and they got a weird haircut. So they're kind of like weird ball, haircut. Like, they got like a, a a weird double mohawk thing kind of happening, but like slicked back. So they're bald in the middle, and they got puffs of hair that come down. Like not like balding in the middle. It's like kind of. But like they're lines of hair on the side. Does that make sense? So it's not like the full like oh you're just bald in the middle and you got hair on the side of your head. It's just lines of hair. So they have two lines of hair down the middle of their head. I feel like this doesn't matter. I'm getting way too in the weeds. <laughs> so what but if they, they have a double mohawk with just patchy hair? Sure. Cool. And they got a big mustache. Big old mustache. And it's all gray. All of it's gray. All of it is gray. Um, no beard. Just the mustache. Yep. And then they, they wear... Do they have ear hair? Ooh. A little bit. A little bit of gray ear hair. Yeah, I like that. Um, what color are their eyes? Gray? <laughs> sure. Like a, like t- a slate gray iris. Yep. How Whatever. tall are they? Uh, I think the average height is what? Three to four feet tall. I would say they're four feet. They're a tall gnome. They're okay. Tall one. How much do they weigh? Tall one with a big mustache. Like a, like, like 35 pounds. So they're, they're gang. They're very gaunt looking for a gnome. Very skinny. Um, and then what they wear what are they wearing if they're from the civilization blah, 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 blah. Uh, they wear like kind of I think they were like the leader in the city and, and, and uh, that they were from and that's probably part of the reason why maybe they get released as one of the first people to try and find the other ones or they think they're one of the first people released because they were the leader and they want to go and try and find them so I'm going to say they wore nicer robes that are like very ancient looking right so they don't fit with the style of today so they're like lined in like some kind of gold and they're um, 
green green robes that are lined in gold that um a look rather new still because they were made in stone um yeah and they got a belt like a double belt situation that wraps around them <laughs> in the center that keeps the robes taut um yeah that's what i got so what's more? their name um butt stuff Ooh, butt stuff I just want to look up like general sounds of their names Tandwin Waterpim okay um 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 let's go with uh uh Tamerson. Uh, Tamerson. So let me let me see how. Sin. Tamerson with an I, not an O. That's fair. That's fair. Tamarson. Oh yeah, say Tamarson. Make it weird. Tamarson. Okay. The name's Tamarson. What's the last name? Tamarson gnome. Tamarson. Tamarison. Tamarison. What's the name the god gives them? Shut up. Tamarison. Na, na, Naruto. <laughs> Tamarison Naruto. <laughs> no. They constantly run everywhere they go. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying no to that. I normally don't. Tamarison. Tamarison more. Uh, more. Uh, more. More. More gain. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Mr. Morgan. Spelt like game. Morgo. Tamarison Morgo. Sure. I don't care. I don't think the last name really matters. He's going to go by Tamarison. Holy name fuck. Tamarison. We did it. I'm a crotchety old cleric. <laughs> Tamarison. I think I have the voice already. Just plays with his mustache a bunch. Anxious civilization, the stupid god. Yep, great, great. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and and they want to find their brother as well with the bracelets. That's maybe in the civilization that they assume. And their name is nope. Tom Morrison, Tom Morrison, and Tamarison. They're different. <laughs> Both Margos, but it's different. He's Tom. Ah. I'm Tom. I'm Tom and Tom. Tim oh. Tom. Tom Tim. <laughs> we did it. We gave birth. We birthed Tamarison. I feel like I gave fucking birth, dude. <laughs> wow. So I like how we started this with a, a direct jab at women, and now we're ending it. <laughs> like this, creating a D and D character is like birthing a child. It is, dude. Every Physically. time, we, every time it's a little bit harder because they give me the husband stitch every time against my will. Jesus. All right. Is there anything else we need before we got before we go into this? Oh, no, yeah, we're good. A fucking twenty-four hour break. A twenty-four hour break. I have to DM have too. Already. Can you just RP with your? Can you just play with yourself? Can you just RP with yourself? I've never played with myself for everyone else's entertainment before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here for your entertainment. Actually, I am. Come watch me masturbate. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let's get to let's get to that sweet sweet RP footage. I am here for your entertainment. You're gonna wanna join my OnlyFans tonight. I've got the pics, all the glory. Sorry, that was my uh, improv making fun. Imp- role playing. Hey, Jake here. I just wanted to hop in real quick and let you all know about a very special stream we will be doing on our Twitch channel on August 13th. I will be premiering my short film, Knowing, for the very first time. Uh, This is a short that I kickstarted back in 2019 and finished up last year, and I've shared with the kickstarting backers that got involved to help bring the project to life, but now I am very excited to be able to share it with more people. So, uh, on August 13th on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash rng underscore pc, I will be uh, premiering that short film, and I am very proud of it, and I am excited, and if you would like to come watch it and ask some questions about how it was made and hear about different projects I am working on now moving forward, we would love for you to hang out. Uh, We will be doing that around 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, so yeah, love to see you there. All right, we find ourselves in the CD Tavern at Podcastria, and it's closed. CD Tavern is closed, but there's still some stuff going on. The bar is being cleaned by Terrence, and uh, Mary is there as well. It's uh, you know the health inspector is coming in tomorrow. So they're, they got to be real peculiar. They got to pass the white glove test of the Podcastria health inspector, the PHI balance of the world. So Terrence is stressed. All hands on deck. Mary's there cleaning. Louis's there is cleaning. But bar's missing, which is super irritating to Terrence. So like one, two in the morning, they're just finally winding down um the door opens and bar strolls in carrying a gnome statue this gnome statue is standing straight up but also but looks very it's standing upright but it has a relaxed composure to it and both of its hands are down its pants its eyes are closed Looks like it's in just a... You're not sure if you're supposed to lay it on its back and let it rest, or if it's supposed to be standing upright with its hands in its pants. Um, but Bar strolls in with this gnome statue, and Terrence says to him, Bar, what are you doing? You've got... You're bringing in more dirt! We're almost done cleaning! Where were you? Why weren't you here? And Bar goes, Well, I thought that... uh." we would get the uh, PHI uh, uh, present. And I went and bought him a statue. So I guess you could say I'm uh, first name gift, last name giver. <laughs> Tara, uh, Terrence goes, Bar, we needed your help here to clean. This is very important. We can get shut down and we all could lose our jobs. Do you want that? Uh, No, I like my job. And I think everyone else does too. Then why weren't you here when I asked you to be here? 
Um, I thought that, uh, you would like the gnome statue, seeing as how you're also a gnome. That is so offensive, Bar. I can't even begin to tell you why I don't want to see a gnome statue in my establishment. Well, um, I already paid for it, so... Oh my, I, I don't have the energy to deal with this. Everyone, go home, Bar. Leave that statue there. I'm going to sleep in one of our empty rooms so that I can be here first thing in the morning. And I'll clean up what else that needs to be cleaned up for the PHI gets here. And Bar, you've got the morning shift. Do not be late. And I'll talk to you later. So everyone leaves. Louis and Mary go leave. Louis lights a cigarette, long, thin, you know, pretentious French cigarette. And uh, Bar kind of shoulders down, walks back out the front door, locks it up. Mary heads home, and Terrence goes upstairs and goes to sleep. At some point in the night, this energy starts to form in within the CD tavern. And it causes, like, the floorboards and some of the glassware that's, that's hanging up on, like, the, the, the walls to shake almost like an earthquake. Um... And it's, it's uh, abrupt enough that all of a sudden Terrence wakes up and comes to, like, the balcony that's on the first floor that kind of can see out over into the rest, or on the second floor, that can kind of see out over into um, the tavern. And there's a slight glow about this gnome statue. And Terrence goes, what, did, what is going on? What did, what, what did Bar bring into my bar? And as he starts to shuffle and run down the stairs, the shaking stops. And the air starts to kind of feel more normal. There was like a thickness to the air during this moment. And uh, this gnome statue opens their eyes, looks around, and realizes that they're not where they expected to be. And both their hands are in their pants. What do they do? Where the hell am I? Who are you? Who am I? Who are you? Why? Why? Uh, takes his hands out of his pants. Puts a, I wasn't touching myself. Why? Where am I? What is this? This is the CD Tavern. Why you? Why am I here? Bar brought you here. You are. Who the hell's bar? What is bar? What is this a bar? Why am I in a bar? Why are you alive? Where's my beard? He feels in his face, and it's just. What happened to my? Oh my god! By golly! What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) You were. You were. He kind of stumbles backwards into the stool. (laughs) (laughs) What? You are a stat. Don't break anything. The PHI uh, is coming t- tomorrow, for God's sakes. What? What is the PHI? The Podcaster Health Inspector. What the fuck is Podcaster? The place you're... The, the main... What? 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 You tell me. You're the one here in front of me, and I wasn't touching myself. Yeah, I don't care what you were doing. You, you I were was, it wasn't touching myself. Ago. I was adjusting my underwear. They were a bit bunched. That's all it was. Can, I see can, you thinking that. That wasn't what I was doing, I swear. 
Can you go back to being a statue? Being a statue? What do you mean? You were a statue. You were a statue. No, I am a. How's that feel? You don't like when I tell you that either. I am. You a were gnome. touching yourself. I'm I a no. Not. What? Huh? I'm sorry. Do you have water? My throat's a bit dry. Also, I'm going to finish adjusting my underwear. <laughs> he puts his hands back into his pants. <laughs> Through the robe. And then he tightens it. Alright. <clears throat> Terrence is just staring at you, slack-jawed. <laughs> is there water up here? And he climbs up onto the stool. <laughs> Get down, oh, so you're going to break something. This is a bar, you said? That's yes. what you brought me? Bar brought you here. His name is Bar. First name Wait. Bar, last name Tender. What? I don't know. What? I don't really get it. No what? one does. Wait, what? Hang on. And he kind of sits on top of the bar, puts his feet on the stool, and looks down at Terrence. Hold on. What gear is this? What gear is this? No, what gear? What? Oh, gear. If you, if I told you the date, and it's like five hundred, the year five hundred and twelve. Yes? Is that what year you think it is? Well, when I started adjusting, I swear, adjusting my underwear before I was going to sleep, yes. It's the year 823. Fuck you. No, fuck you. Why fuck me? I was... No, no, no. And he kind of stands up on the stool. I'm... You need to stop right now. And he stands then on the bar and walks down to like one of where one of the taps are. Does this thing whack? Get your pulls old nasty it. ass feet off the top of my bar. He pulls the tab and some beer comes out. All right. Where's the glass? And he kind of reaches, like he looks down underneath. All right. And you hear him kind of move something. Oh, oh, and then one falls and like hits the ground. Oh, shit. Um, clean that up. You clean it up. And he grabs I'm kick your ass. I'd like to see you get up here and try I'll easily get up there. He dra- grabs a stool, drags it over like four feet. You're like, Arr! as it gra- drags against he's, the wood. He's pouring. He climbs some up to the top. And he's like, "I'm a fuck you up, old man." Hang on. He takes a drink of, of the the ale because it came out of the tap. Oh, that's oh, well, that's, oh well, that's that's quite good. I'm sorry. Right. Hang on. There's a lot happening right now. It's a lot happening for me right now. Well, chill out. Let me explain. You're tell you what's happening. It's 823. Yes. <clears throat> fuck you. Of the fuck you. <laughs> it can't be 823. You were a statue. I told I, you that already. I... What do you... Okay. Okay. So I understand the words you say that. Like... Like you, right? Obviously referring to me. This individual, who I am as a person. Were, as in the past tense of what I used to be, but I'm not currently. A, obviously, simple enough. Statue is a, is a, is a, is a rock or, or copper or different types of material. It can be made into a, a object of a sort that can be carved. However, yes. when you put all of them together, that makes... N- How... What do you mean I was a statue? 
I don't know how, but my bartender bar bought you because he thought it'd be you'd be a good gift for the PHI, and I told him that's super offensive because I'm a gnome and I don't like seeing my people statuized like that. And yes. uh, I was gonna deal with you in the morning, but now you're here fucking everything up. Yeah, see, the first sentence, I understood more of the thing about me being a statue than most of what you just said right there. So, uh, what is this? What? I don't, I'm going to sit down again. And he just kind of sits on the bar and leans against the tap and puts his feet off the side. He's a little bit taller than Terrence, so he's taking up a little bit more space, but he's just kind of skinny and gaunt. And he just kind of reaches up to his face and goes, oh, did I have a beard when I was a statue? No. The fucking hell? I I went to sleep and I had a beard. No, it's just the I don't even, it's just my mustache. Or at least they didn't take that. Who did this? Where did you, where did you bought it to get me from? I don't know. I didn't think to ask. He only you brought think... you in like two hours ago. Oh jeez. Is this a magic bar? Not typically. Magic folk come in and out of here, though. Did anyone come in and out of here when I was here and turn me to a stat or from a stat? Wait. No, we were cleaning. I told you. I was up late. Maybe this is a dream. Am I dreaming? Hey, let's see. He stands up and slaps you in the face. So as you slap me, Terrence just closes his eyes and through gritted gritted teeth says, I told you to pinch me, not. I'm sorry. Well, is it a dream? Are you awake now? What? Are you awake? Yeah. I, so, I guess I am. Wait, I don't understand that. Wait, did we have a science... Ex- so it wasn't... Well, is it a dream? I was hoping so. I was hoping was your rambling one-word sentences was a dream, but I guess not. Wait, so I... Oh, in this scenario, I would have been the one to disappear. Yeah, I wish. Well, that didn't happen. I could have told you I was real. I thought you were just... Okay, no, look. The fuck? I don't... So... Sir, sir, what is your what? name? Terrence. Terrence. And Terrence, where where are we currently? In is the this CD Tavern. Of podcasts, yeah, correct. Correct. Alright. So I'm up I'm up to I'm up to date with that so far. But how far are we away from Galveston? I don't know what that is. Ga- you don't know? You don't know what Galvinson is. It's a, Correct. You're a gnome, yes? Yeah. Okay. Gnome is civilization. Right? Making a, a Galvinson. It's a, a, in the middle of the woods between the Stone Creek River. Very oh large river that comes down. Are you drunk? Are you on something? No. I'm on a bar and I had a little bit of the ale. Which I will say, I do feel like it's hitting me a little bit more than it normally would. So I don't know what's going on with that. Which would make a around, lot of... Which would make a lot of sense because <laughs> the place that you're referencing is a myth. What? Galveston's not real. What do you mean it's not real? It doesn't exist. It's a where myth. Where do you that think I got the these robes? These I don't know Galveston where you got anything. Gold. You were a fucking Galveston statue. Gold baby. This what this is made out of. I was on the council of the Galveston good doers. 
What do you mean? You mean it's not real? Are you telling me all of that just didn't happen? We didn't go around and save the little the little wood nymphs? Hmm? That never happened, did it? We uh, never we never went no. out there and stopped the werewolves from taking over the wood nymphs in the little the little city they had built up in the trees. Correct. Oh, fuck you. Fuck I'm you. over this. I don't like whatever this trick is. Ga- Garrison? Are you here? Is this you? What about Thomason? Thomason? Are you fucking talking to the walls Shh. now? Hang on. This is a joke. This is one of those jokes, isn't it? And he gets down like uh, and he walks back off the stool, back onto the ground, is now just kind of looking under tables. All right, you can come out, Tom. We're funny. Huh? Yeah, you think this is some kind of clever little... And he's like kind of now walking up towards the stage. Where are you? No one's here. It's just I us. Don't, I don't believe you. No. Well, then fucking go vent. Go walk into. Go walk in front of a horse carriage. I don't give a shit. What? A what? A what? A horse carriage. Go get ran over. Is what a I'm trying horse. to say to you. Run. Look, look. This is all well and good. T- Terrence, if that's your name. I don't know who put you up to this, but uh, it's 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 over now, all right? Look, you caught me with my hands down my pants. All right. Oh, ho, ho. we could all have a laugh about that, but this is this is this is going a bit far. All right? It's not a joke. You're a joke. Fuck you. Oh yeah? Real clever. You think you think this is funny? Do you could just do this to me, to Marison? Hmm? hmm? It's not a joke. You know what? If we just call it all off now, we won't have to punish you at all. Whoever else no is involved, Tom? No one's going to punish Gary? me because your civilization that you claim to be from is not real. Look! And he goes and he points at you, and as he puts his hand up, you see like a bracelet on his arm kind of like come forward, and then it kind of falls off his wrist onto the ground. And he's like, <gasps> ah. hey, hang on. And he goes and he picks it up, and you see that there's like just like a kind of crack in the half. And he goes, wait, no, no, no. Ah, uh, this, this can't be, um, Tom, Tom, um, oh God, no, this, this is, re- he runs to the door, is, uh, and he just kind of opens it, but he sees that it's locked, <laughs> obviously, you, if this is your place, open the door. Open the, open the, let me see outside. If you're telling me, if what I'm to believe what you are saying is true, just open the door. Fine. I'll gladly open the door. He, Terrence crawls down and walks over to the door and unlocks it. He opens the door and just steps out and just kind of looks up and down the street. And just, my, my golly. Hi. Shit. What, is, what does this mean? What How am I supposed to know? I don't... I have to get... Are there other gnomes? Are there other statues? I mean, I try to avoid statues that represent gnomes, but I'm sure there are more somewhere. Some morbid people probably think they're cute. I... Galveston was real. And you so say so. No, no, it exists. It's uh, uh, at least apparently it used to. 
and and uh I'm I'm sorry. This is just all a lot for me to be taking in right now. Ah. <clears throat> Can I have something that isn't ale? Just, just, just a glass of water, and, and I think it would help me. Uh, I just need to. It, it it seems like it's late. Um, maybe I'll just take take some time. And just try to sleep this off. Maybe I'm the one dreaming. Maybe... Sir, sir, can you pinch me? Yes. Terrence walks up to you. Gets... Shoulder... Gets squares... Squares up with you. Shoulder to shoulder. And slaps you across the face. Oh! Oh! That's fair. I guess, um... Well... I didn't wake up. Shit. I could have told you that. I know I'm real. Yes, no, it's all I look, I'm sorry, this is all hitting me very uh differently. Now I um I'm sorry. Alright? I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't know. I just it, I don't know what to do. I don't know why I don't know why I was a statue. Apparently, and I don't know why I'm now not a statue. Um, but this, and he holds up his bracelet. This is a this is a bracelet from my from my brother, and it was uh, it was broken now, and that's not good. It means something bad happened, and I need to find him. And it seems like that might impossible so I uh, kindly uh, if, if I could just have some water and if there's a place for me to just lay down for a bit I will be out of your hair as soon as I know what to do Terrence feeling a little sorry for you now leads you back into the seedy tavern and Gets you a big a big glass of water and sets you down on a table. Um, and as he gives you the water, he says, um, "Listen, it's late. There's an extra room you can stay in. I'll wake you up first thing in the morning. I won't charge you since you won't be staying here that long. All right. And uh, the person who brought you here as a statue bar will be here in the morning. Um, he can answer. He can tell you where he got you from and." Maybe that's a place you can start figuring all this out. Good. Well, that's all I can offer you right now. That that, that thank you. That, honestly, thank you. Uh, and please clean up after yourself. I've got the PHI coming tomorrow. I, I honestly, I I'm not good at that. I don't know how to do that. It's never a thing I did. Well, that's your um, payment. Cleaning up after yourself. Right. Um. Sh- sure. Um. What? Okay. Uh, I will. I will get on that first thing in the morning. Yes. Just yeah, I'm not I'm not concerned about down here. I'll take care of down here in the common area. Just make your bed in the morning and make sure your room's not dirty. Please. Right. And and then then and then this bartender of yours uh will be here. Uh what was his name? You just Bar. keep referring to him. As, that's yeah, so he's a bartender. Yes, but what does he go by? First name Bar, last name Tender. So that's not Okay, I thought that was just in my confusion. I was misunderstood. Fair enough. All right. Um, and I'm sure he was a very intelligent fellow that would be able to help me out and figure out on my way to finding uh, what it is I need. Yes? 
the most intelligent. Great, 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 great. Okay, um, then, um, oh god, uh, I think it's best I just go and lay down. I apologize for all of this. I don't know why any of this happened. Um, I will clean up in the morning, and then I will be out of your your bar, your establishment, this this uh, CD tavern. Okay, I'm gonna lock the door, and I'm also heading up to bed. Thank oh. you for your kindness, Sir Terence. You're welcome. And I, I didn't catch your name, Tam Tamar. Tam Tam Tamerson. 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 You can call me Tam. Tam. All right. Best of luck if I don't see you in the morning. I appreciate it. Have a good night. You too, Tam. And Terrence heads up the stairs, and if you were if you were close by, he shows you your room, yeah, and he, he heads back to his own. Yeah. And scene. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, I wish my computer didn't shit in the middle. Oh, I should probably, am I not well, referencing that? I mean, you can, <laughs> but the, the editing was so seamless that there's no way no one would be able to tell exactly what it yeah. was. Because it was so smooth. <sighs> it's all right. It was a good moment for it to happen, to be honest. I feel like we just kept <laughs> yelling at each other. <laughs> um, I think that was the, one of the most unique and fun RPs we've had, though. Yeah. And we we gave a timeline to our world, which is awesome. Not Is it? Is it uh, well, well? I don't know if it's exactly when all they're fine. Like, so yes, I like I love fleshing out our world and doing more of that with podcaster and the CD tavern. And it's fun when we can find organic ways for it to fit into the actual character RP stuff. Like, like this would totally make sense for them to talk about what year it is. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, as far as that goes, I plan on fleshing more of that. I have some stuff I already kind of wrote up in a DM journal like thing I have, and I plan on streaming on uh, Fridays on Twitch, um, like mid afternoon ish. Nice. Um, to start setting all that in stone a little bit more so we have more more details of that but i mean in this moment it was just kind of fun to play like i essentially played him like a like a cranky old old geezer that just was being yeah. woken up from a long nap and then you're telling him everything he knows is wrong <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. that's a lot that's an awful situation to be put into basically um, yeah but this is where again like i think as far as like cleric goes like i don't even think he he's I, I like kind of using the class as something they don't like. It's not their defining feature, right? Their defining feature is not, oh, I am a cleric and I go out and I do like, no, they're trying to figure out this shit and they just happen to all of a sudden realize they can start casting magic. And I think that would be fun to play with. Um, again, like the DM situation, I would really want to make sure it would be a lot of conversations with the DM about yeah. like how to make this kind of work. And I mean, cause I even talked about this with, with Andrew before, like I really wanted him to be, tell everyone he was a paladin but have him do bard magic the whole time until he started earning the right to get levels in paladin so like, yeah. i think there's things you can kind of do with that sometimes but but yeah um i like the crotchiness of him um i tried to at least make him seem somewhat intelligent <laughs> as well um and just because he has super high intelligence and charisma <laughs> and all of that but yeah he's gonna love bar oh right yeah that that that's a whole other conversation that in itself rp wise would be fucking annoying <laughs> um yeah what did you think is there anything you would do have done differently or that you liked or, or whatever yeah i wouldn't have made this character 
I now hope at some point in the future we get to be in a campaign together, and this is the one I'm going to bring. This I'm going to oh bring Tamerson, because I'll be able to play a cleric, but I will be awful. I won't be good. I won't be a good person. I just will I'll be the one that has to heal, but you have to convince me to heal you, because I, I don't want to do any of that. This god's not even real. This healing's not real. It's not doing anything to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, the ooh. worst. I mean, and the thing too, what we could maybe do, maybe Tamerson's now just works here because he doesn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> you could you could give yourself another bartender. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Other than that, I think that's I think that's it. That's Tamerson, right? Yeah, Tamarison. Tamarison. I always fuck up his name. I gave him his name, and I'm saying it's Tamarison. That's Tamarison. I feel like I'm putting a comma in the middle of his name. Tamarison. Question mark? I'm Tamarison. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. So thank you. Thank you. Yep. That's his, You're welcome. Just, yep. Yeah, well, that was for the that was for the listeners. I was thanking them for listening. Oh, I don't, what do I want to thank you for? You were dragging me down this whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. That's the end. I wanted it to be an awkward pause there, and I'm glad Nathan addressed it. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, this is the outro. It's over. Everything's done. We did it. We've made the character. We're going to start cleaning up. Make sure you grab your drinks. Don't forget to tip your waiter. Uh, look under your chair. Don't leave anything um, there um, because if you leave it here, it's ours. So we will not be giving it back, even if you ask nicely. Um, but let us know what you think of Tamarison. What was his last name? Margo? Morgo. Morgo. Let us know what you think of Tamarison Morgo. Um, I, like I said, I think the main thing is he's a cleric that doesn't know he's a cleric. So have fun with that. Uh, the best way to do that, though, for you to reach out to us is via the emails. And our email is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. There you can email us if you ever use this character, what you hated about this character, or what you loved about this character. Or if you drew up art of this character, send it on over. We would love to start showing those on our channel and put them with the character sheets that are available at our Patreon. Which is patreon.com slash rngpc. <laughs> I skipped the a line. fucking script. No, I'm going off script. Don't address it. But at the Patreon is patreon.com slash RNGPC. There you can request the character sheets for Tamarison or any of our other characters and bring them into your own campaign as an NPC or you can play them yourselves. Um, you can also join our community and listen to our exclusive Patreon episodes. Uh, you can join into our Discord where, again, that's where this character came from was a random person in there that nobody knows who it is. Definitely not our amazing editor um, <laughs> that suggested uh, a cleric that was essentially an atheist and didn't believe in their God. And then we ended up here. Um, yeah. We also talk about other D and D stuff in there and kind of pitch around ideas. Um, and then also on social media is a great place to follow us for some fun things that we do and keep track of when we're going live. Um, and we are at, rng underscore pc for facebook instagram twitter and tiktok and then most importantly that is also our twitch channel where we are currently streaming right now um that's where we record these episodes live every saturday sometime between 9 and 10 a.m pacific time so that's noon one eastern time come hang out we chat interact with chat interact with our chat when you chat at us there's a lot of chatting happening um, and then also we stream during the week. We play video games as well as I do some lore building stuff on Fridays. Um, and yeah, we also have a YouTube search RNGPC there. Also remember to 
follow, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, it means a lot and helps uh, other people find this if you enjoy our content. Man, I am really just rambling all over the place for all of this, aren't I? Yeah. Yep. So, thanks for listening to these ramblings as well. If you get made it this far, you get a, you get some channel points. There you go. We haven't had a name for those yet, but if you will have an idea, join us in Twitch chat and give us a, an idea or our Discord. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate all of you. And remember... Nathan, do you have anything else you want to say before I sign off? No, wrap it up. You sure? Yep. I can I can drag us out. I got I got I got some more time. I can keep Keep rolling and keep playing. <laughs> keep rolling and keep playing, everyone. Thanks. Listening.